Welcome to the Phases Podcast, where we use the phases of the moon to guide us in supporting your successful authoring journey. And now, here are your hosts, Judith Richardson Schroeder and Debbie Belnavis Brimble. Hello and welcome back everyone to the Phases Podcast. We are so honored to have you here with us today. It's wonderful to have you here. We today are going to be discussing daily practices to enhance your writing experience. So it's all about those practices that we're going to be putting into place to help you enhance this writing journey and to give you that level of bliss that we believe all writers deserve to have on this journey with them. So there are so many different practices and habits. I'm going to also say habits and routines that we're going to be sharing with you today. And they're based on our own experiences and successes, as well as successes from other authors that we've worked with and the most successful authors out there. So we're going to kick off by talking about being organized and creating a daily routine for just that. So I love to be organized in every possible way. <laughs> Sometimes it, um, it goes against me <laughs> becoming too organized. However, there are so many advantages of having your space um, created in the way that enhances your success. And in one of our previous episodes, we spoke in detail about creating that space, creating that sanctuary to enhance your writing success. So we'll cover a little bit of that, but go into more detail. So being organized. For me, being organized is ensuring that when you sit down to write every day, because remember, as an author, as a writer, whatever you're writing for, whether you're writing a book or whether you're writing for a blog, whether you're writing content for a website or any other writing that you're doing for others to experience and read, it's always good to be prepared. So gather everything that you need, ensure that everything's in your reach, ensure that you, you can nourish yourself. So get your beverage of choice, get some water, have whatever you need around you to keep you comfortable. So you won't be distracted by having to keep stepping away from what you're creating. And then of course, I have to say, schedule your time in. Have your writing time scheduled in so you know this is the time that I'm going to be writing for that particular day. Whether you're at your best in the morning, whether you're at your best during the afternoon, or even at night, schedule it in because what's in your calendar or your diary gets done. If it's not there, it's so easy to, you know, push it to the side. And that's not what, that's not what's going to support you in being successful. One of the things that we support our clients in doing is identifying the number of words you'll be writing every single day. And that's some very similar to the NaNoWriMo challenge. As an author, let's say you want to write a book with 40,000 words over a period of 60 days. So that's two months. Doing the calculations, you would be writing 667 words every day in order to achieve 
your goal of writing. So ensure that you, you know exactly what you're getting ready to do. Be prepared. Create that space. And the big, another big thing that comes up is boundaries. So many of us write at home. And when we're writing at home, we're writing in the environment that our family is also in. Some authors that we know, they write at the dining table. Imagine writing at the dining table with the kids buzzing around, doing different things. Someone's watching the TV. Someone else is in the kitchen and there's lots of um, noise with pots and pans being knocked around. That is not the best area to be working in. So how about finding that quiet space, even if it's outside, and sharing what you're doing with your family? Your loved ones will support you a lot of the times. There are times when they probably won't be as supportive, but for so many of us, just sharing our vision, sharing our deepest desires to write and get your book out there, if that's your mission, then share this with your family. Allow them to see this is what you're doing, this is when you're doing it, and please respect those boundaries. But you have to create the boundaries and share the boundaries with them. Let them know that you're taking an hour out or two hours out and spend that time just dedicated to your writing. Judith shared not so long ago her practice that she has at home, and I just love that. So Judith, will you share your practice for uh, when you're recording, for instance? Oh, absolutely. I have a, uh, a really unique way of ensuring that my family is recognizing when I am in uh, recording, for example, or when I'm in writing mode. And my granddaughter created this gorgeous, colorful leaf that she did all these wonderful colors on, and we laminated it. And this has been known as my Mia is busy uh, notification to the rest of the family. So I have an office here. I'm very grateful and thankful to be able to have a, a full space that is just for my writing and recording sanctuary. And so I will close my doors when I'm in here. I will put that little uh, feather on the door and that signifies to my entire family that oh, I'm in recording or I'm writing and not to be disturbed. And it works beautifully. This is a way for my family to not only recognize that I am busy within my office and I'm doing something important, but that they are honoring the fact that I am actually doing something that is important. So this is a wonderful, subtle way to really allow your family to have that opportunity as well by creating uh, some form of identifying symbolism that allows your family to have the opportunity to know, oh, mom or dad or uh, whomever it is, they're busy with something right now and uh, we're going to respect that. So it works out wonderfully. Isn't that amazing? And just think about what are the, what are the boundaries that you need to set yourself? And we will be doing a topic about boundaries later on in the series. So I'm going to leave it there with being organized and hand over to Judith. 
So a couple of the other things that you might decide to do in regards to your daily practices and what could benefit you in your writing experience would be, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, the uh, aspect of journaling, allowing yourself to have that free flow journal opportunity. So when I begin writing any project, no matter what it is, whether it's Uh, a book or a blog post or an article, I usually have what I call my free flow five moments. And I basically don't have a timer. I don't set anything. Uh, It's not in stone, but I sit down and the first thing I do is I choose a word. The first word that comes to my mind is usually what I will go with. And if, for example, the word is creative, I'll write that at the top of my page. And then from there, I create a sentence or a paragraph. Whatever I want to write about that particular word, I allow that information to flow from me, to help me to loosen up, to begin to allow my creative juices to begin to flow. And as soon as I then feel that I've written enough, I then move on to the work that I am in my office to do. And I find that the writing experience is so much more beneficial to be able to step into from that aspect. I've loosened myself up. It's almost as though you've done an exercise. Uh, You know, you do yoga, so you do stretching. So this is my stretching exercise to begin my writing experience. And so from there, you could also do something like visualizations where you take a few moments, you sit in the chair where you are most comfortable, where you're going to do your writing. And you just allow yourself to be. You allow yourself to quiet your mind, to just be who you are in the space where you are. And allow yourself that opportunity to recognize why you are there, that you are there to write, that you are there to allow words to flow and to flow easefully from you. And this helps you to then get into that mindset that anything that comes from you is of benefit. So even if you are doing this messy writing, as we call it, it is still beneficial. There is that opportunity to always edit what you do and the opportunity to be free with how you are creating the information that you want to put down on paper. And the other thing you could do as well is affirmations. Affirmations are extremely powerful. They are something that, they are things that we tell ourselves. And a lot of times the uh, normal way of doing it is for some people to say affirmations that they tend to have a feeling that they don't really believe. They are saying affirmations that they feel are being sort of pushed upon them or they're not accurate for where they are in their life. And so how I usually go about doing that is I usually start with a very powerful affirmation that allows me to understand that whatever I am doing whatever I am creating that particular day is a gift that I'm receiving 
and I allow it to show up in whatever form, in whatever way it is meant to show up. I don't give it judgment. I don't give it expectation. I just basically say to myself, I am here to receive the gift of words today. And that's where I leave it. I just leave it to be able to allow that flow to come in, whatever those words are, and then share those with my paper in front of me. I just love that. And going into the affirmations takes us into mindset as well. And there's so much that we could share with you about the mindset of a successful author. And you can do your own research as well. There are so many authors out there that share their own daily practices. And a lot of it has to do with mindset. And just Judith sharing about um, affirmations. I am a huge advocate for affirmations as well. And we, we've shared some on our blog and also in our writing room membership, which has so many resources because we know the value of being able to draw on these resources as authors, especially if you are new to writing and you're not sure where to begin, as well as those experienced authors. It's so amazing having support. And one of the, well, two of the affirmations that I always call upon are, I am a successful author. The second one is, I have a powerful message and story to share with the world. And there's so many other affirmations that you could be using right now to prepare you and support you in claiming the successful author that you are. Because we know once you have that idea in your mind, we know that it's only going to take a matter of time before you want to, that idea becomes such a desire, a burning desire inside of you that you want to get your book out there. You want to get your message out there. So go ahead and create your own affirmations as well. What are the things you need to hear from yourself to support you? And then the next step, I think I would suggest on the mindset um, front is to delve into mirror work. And there's so many different aspects to mirror work that we could go down. The, the one that I always call upon myself is uh, the one that Lisa Nichols uses. And it's focusing on various aspects. So you would stand in the mirror and you can do this any time of the day that you wish. And you're literally standing in front of the mirror, looking at yourself in the eyes and just saying, call your name. So for me, it would be Debbie. I love you because, and just share one of those reasons why you love yourself. So an example for writing would be, Debbie, I love you because you have the courage to pen your story and share it with the world. So that could be one example. And I'm sure you could come up with so many more. So I task, I challenge you, not task you, I challenge you with doing your mirror work and repeating that three times. So you're gonna say three different things, standing in front of the mirror, Debbie, I love you because, and say that three different times. So three different reasons why you love yourself. Then, moving on from I love you, take a deep breath because it's the first time you're probably doing this or the first time you've done it in a long time. And 
telling yourself you love yourself is one of those things that really get you in the gut sometimes because we don't do this often enough. Whether you're a writer, whether you're, you've found us because you're intrigued, this is an exercise that everyone would benefit from. The next point would be, Debbie, I forgive you for, and find three reasons why you forgive yourself. And after the third one, again, deep breath. And as an, as an author, one of your reasons could be, Debbie, I forgive you for holding back on your story or holding back your truth from the world. That could be one. And yeah, that one's heavy. I can feel it in my gut even now. And I do this. <laughs> and again, deep breath. If any of this feels uncomfortable at any point, just keep breathing. Take deep breaths and take a break each time. And then the third point that I'd like you to focus on is commitment. So why are you committed to your authoring journey? So an example would be, Debbie, I am committed to your authoring journey. So every little boy and girl out there knows that they too can become an author. And again, that's a huge one for me. My little boy needs to know that, you know, every one of us can live our dreams. So try that. The first one again was I love you because... The second one is I forgive you for, and the third one is I am committed to you. So go ahead and do those and watch your mindset increase significantly. I absolutely love mirror work, Debbie. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is such a powerful thing. And as Debbie said, it is sometimes very uncomfortable when you first begin this particular practice because so many of us are not used to showing love to ourselves. But the magic that is behind that is that when we're showing love to ourselves, when we are committed to who we are and what we are doing, when we are able to forgive ourselves for those things that perhaps we felt disappointed about, etc., we are doing such an incredible thing, not just for us, but for everyone around us, because that changes our attitude, that changes our mindset. And we have been talking about mindset. It is important to have this amazing mindset that we step into our authoring journey with, because if you have this in place, especially the mirror work, you are nurturing yourself. And as we said at the beginning, in regards to our purpose for why we are doing the Phases podcast, we are here for the whole you. We're here for all of you, not just your writing persona or your authoring persona, but for you as an individual. And mirror work is something that is an exceptional opportunity for you to really begin to nurture who you are. And I know that you will find a huge difference in when you take care of you, when you love you, when you forgive you, when you commit to you, you become an entirely different person to the rest of the world and to the people around you. And you'll begin to see them shifting how they think about you and how they treat you even. 
So this is one of those mindset shifts that we have spoken about that is possible as you go on this journey together with us here at Phases. And we're going to put on a, an episode specifically for mindset in the future, because this is a big area for all authors. So stay tuned with us because we have so much more to share with you. Now, another aspect that you can actually delve into to create a wonderful level of mindset is things like visualization and meditation. Meditation itself is extremely powerful. Meditation is like that nap that you deserve to have, that rest period. And we have a number of ways that you can actually meditate without it causing you any angst, without you having to clear your mind totally. There are a number of methods that we utilize, especially in our own lives, that really help to be able to gain that level of meditation and that meditative state that will absolutely honor who you are as a writer and who you are stepping in to be as your author. The other is the visualization. And again, when you have a visualization that you go into your imagination, this is an opportunity for you to begin to create a pathway that helps you to see visually where it is that you want to go. This visualization could be anything such as you following a path that goes into a beautiful forest or a path that goes down by the beautiful edge of a lake or an ocean. Uh, there are a number of different things that you can do. My favorite that I do, it has me opening a door to a beautiful room and in that room there is a wonderful ocean in front of me and beckoning to me underneath a couple of trees is this beautifully bright white hammock and so this is where I always go I go to this hammock and I lie in this hammock and I just allow myself to rest and imagine what I want to have come forward for me. So there's a number of things that we can do in regards to that. And I'm going to be offering you an audio visualization guide that is going to help you to really begin to take your level of visualization a little bit deeper. Even if you are someone who says that you cannot visualize, you will be able to receive benefit from this because we are visual, auditory, and kinesthetic learners. And there's all of that wrapped into the visualization. So you'll be able to find that as well on our website within our blog at carnelianmoonpublishing.com. Wow. Now, isn't that amazing? We, we have taken a journey with you today and we've explored journaling uh, meditation, visualization, various mindset practices, and also being organized to all enhance your writing success. These are just some of the areas that we are, you know, that we want to share with you quickly. But there's so much more that we will be adding on our blog. So yes, please visit our blog. And as a special gift for you, one of the things we would like to also offer you is a training that we did during the um, period of isolation for so many of us during COVID-19. We at Carnelian Moon know that it is so supportive when you have the right tools in place. And we created the Bliss Project. 
and it's a free resource for everyone. You can sign up, you can be a part of the Bliss Project and it just shares so many useful resources. It tells you about some of what we've gone through today. It shares information about um, setting up your space for success and this isn't just for authors, this is for everyone to support you in really stepping into your bliss because that's what we're about here. We love to talk about blissness because we bring bliss into our business. And we also have an amazing membership site, The Writing Room, where we have poured so much resources, so much content into this area to support any author who is looking for that community to be a part of, who's looking for those additional resources. And please, if you're interested in being a part of that, visit our website and click on the link that says online experiences and see all the resources that we have available for you. There are some that are free and some that are there for a small investment. We are here to support you in your authoring success. Until next time, it has been such a pleasure to spend this time with you today and to share so much with you of how you can really enhance your authoring experience, your authoring journey with incorporating some of these practices. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Phases Podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed the content that we've shared with you today as much as we've enjoyed sharing it with you. Remember to subscribe so you'll always receive notifications of our latest episode as soon as it gets released every Monday. And remember to leave us a review. We would love to get to know you better and find out how we can support you even more. Until next time, take care, friends. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Phases Podcast. To learn more about how we can support you in bringing your first or your next book to the world, please visit us at our website, carnelianmoonpublishing.com. Stay safe, dear friends, and we look forward to having you back with us again next time here on the Phases Podcast.